0: Go to a mini-show. I
1: was just about to do
0: that. We're going to uh, talk about a series that we've already talked about. Uh, at length. That has, <laughs> at length. But has had a recent edition. We're going to go over our feelings about the recent edition. So we're going to talk about Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And specifically the movie that has come out is Spider-Man No Way Home. Which, can I just say,
1: of those three Tom Holland Spider-Man films, I can never remember the order of the titles. Because they all have
0: home. There's too many homies.
1: It's too many homies.
0: All right. So, No Way Home. The third in the Tom Holland trilogy. So, Katrina, does this film change your week or your fleek? Does it dethrone the bestest or the worstest? It does. Ooh. Um.
1: Yeah, it does. And I, I listened to the complete podcast this morning, and realized that I cheated and named two on Fleek. Um, <laughs> last time, and it does it does uproot things a little bit. And I have a new, a completely new ranking. Not only did it mess up my um, on Fleek, but it gave everything a new ranking. My mm. my experience now has given
0: Spider Man a new ranking all right so it's it's tops for you it's the best spider-man movie of all time no
1: am i am i doing it now can i just tell you the ranking all right let's just let's just okay i'm ready okay so (laughs) i'm gonna go from the top to the bottom (laughs) get the shock out of the way all right so my number one my on fleek choice is the next tom holland spider-man film
0: (laughs) oh gosh
1: (laughs) Because I'm pretty sure at this point, Tom Holland will have established himself completely in the Spider-Man. So you and I talked about what makes a Spider-Man, but I, I after listening to it again, wrote down my thoughts about what makes a Spider-Man. And like, here's what I came up with: um, somebody who experiences loss, you see it, realization of powers, intellectual, emotional, and physical progression. Um, Spider-Man villain great power equals great responsibility somewhere in there from someone Um, idea of losing himself or setting aside his own interests, strained family dynamics and relational issues because of his great power. And so when I was thinking about all these things, it really did shift everything. And so like Tom Holland, and this was part of your beef with Tom Holland before is that he was never on his own. So I, he, I feel like it's taken this long. Now he is. And so the next film he is going to be, it's going to be the best Spider-Man ever made. Um, but for now, so that's my number one, that's my own fleek. (laughs) I'm such a cheater on this one too. Um, my number two is into the spider verse because of the thing, the rankings. Um, number three is no way home because this one fixed it fixed Tom Holland. Um, things turned him into real Spider-Man. Um, it, uh, Worked to flush out the Amazing Spider-Man issues and made people like Toby Maguire. So, <laughs> number four, um, the original Spider-Man because, yep, it hit all the marks, which is completely different from my rankings before. Number five, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Number six, Spider-Man 2. Also really changed things up for that wow, one. Wow,
0: you gave oh. the Amazing Spider-Man 2 a higher ranking than you gave the Amazing Spider-Man 1.
1: Uh yes I did and that's, that's because of that's, my new understanding of Spider-Man and that is different that was more like yours
0: that's wild your original I know changed totally your whole world
1: Spider-Man two then Amazing Spider-Man then Far From Home then Homecoming which is also a from what I said before and then Spider-Man three at the bottom that one was not different okay don't tell me McGuire was still weird all right go ahead Richard
0: all okay. right um. Did this movie change my week or my fleek? And the answer is no. It made my it made me like my fleek better. And it made me recognize how weak my week was.
1: Are you kidding? So, Are you kidding? There's no homecoming progression for is you?
0: at the bottom. And probably will always be at the bottom. Richard, it's, come on. It's dreadful. Come on. So, um, but this is the best Tom Holland film, bar none. And it is better than Spider-Man 3. And I would even say it's better than Spider-Man. The original with... Oh, okay. Hulk. I'll
1: take this concession.
0: Um, but the two amazing Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2, I still have to give them as superior films. And the reason that you love Spider-Man No Way Home so much is because it stands on the shoulders of the phenomenal movies and the phenomenal actors in those movies. Okay, yes. It is a product of these other films. And so it, it's like, it's a great tribute to those characters and you're absolutely right about what you said. It fleshes out uh, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man two performance and like gives that more closure than what we get in the movie. You're also right that this is Tom Holland maturing, but it is also Tom Holland continuing to go to a grown up superhero to solve his problems, just like he does in the first two movies. It's still him doing the exact same thing and searching for a father figure, and the father figure invariably lets him down in some way, and he comes into conflict with the father figure. Um, and it just it's the same it's the same idea that's been recycled and recycled and recycled to the third time now. And he has yet to apparently have learned the lesson that hey, maybe I need to put on my big boy pants and solve the problems on my own. He finally does at the end of the movie. He did. Which like you said, the next Tom Holland movie may be significantly better than what has come before because. He might finally, he, he, it's forced him to be on his own. And I think that that might Literally. have some real potential for changing him and his relationship with MJ and Ned and everything else. Um, and the Spider-Verse is rich with possibilities now um, as to what it can do. And Into the Spider-Verse is a thing on its own. And I'm not even going to try and rank that with the live action ones because it's so... But that's animal. what we
1: did last time, Richard. Um, we ranked it with the live action.
0: <laughs> oh, I ain't doing that. I've decided. it's Because its
1: you're 100% Well, number one Andrew Garfield love fest. Let me just tell you something about those two films. Their villains are horrible. They are horrible. And I would
0: it, disagree 158% with The Lizard. They're horrible villains. The and Lizard is a wonderful villain.
1: It's No Way Home. They got worked and out. And Electro,
0: out. <laughs> if anything, you should like Electro more after No Way Home.
1: Sure, I do, I do. But there's no way in the world that regular old Amazing Spider-Man 1 and Amazing Spider-Man 2 are better than No Way Home. All right, now let's let's address the stand- Oh, on you, the you, thing. you
0: wanted this to be a short little mini so <laughs> You turned on this <laughs> into, Wait, into no, Don't, War don't turn on
1: me about that one. Okay, so stand on the shoulders. I agree with that, that sentiment. I mean, we've talked about that at length before in previous podcast episodes. You bring in another film, then you lose something in this. And that's true. I took that into consideration. I truly did. And they kind of did the the Infinity War endgame trick with No Way Home. They brought in more people. They brought in a multiverse. But here's the thing. Like, everybody's doing the multiverse now. And it's like, what are you going to do? But I think that through that, that is what what this Spider-Man needed to turn into actual Spider-Man. He is 100% alone. And that's why the next Tom Holland Spider-Man film is going to be the best. Um, because they worked but, him out and they're going to give him an but, actual villain that's his villain.
0: But if you take out Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire and the actors that come along with them, and you put in just other people in this movie, like if you brought in multiverse characters that weren't from those preceding films and no other Spider-Man from the preceding films, this movie. Would not get anywhere near the top, would it? Sure. It would be. It would still be the best Tom Holland movie.
1: It's it's awesome. But it,
0: it's it, as good as it is. It's good. It so much of its goodness depends on the legacy of the preceding films. Well, that's so all you it is, is. Legacy. In in my mind, you can't put it above uh, the tops of the preceding well, films because they're the reason why it's so good. They are absolutely they're you look at Willem Dafoe in that movie, and let's be clear if you want to highlight two standout actors in that movie, it's Willem Dafoe and it's Andrew Garfield. They are the ones that stand out the most out of any performance. And Tom Holland does great. It's his best acting in the film so far. He still doesn't hold a candle to either of those two. If yes, you didn't have Willem Dafoe playing goblin, Willem
1: Dafoe is amazing. I thought you were just saying I thought you were just saying Garfield and Maguire. Yes, it's, no. obviously it's, it's, it's leaning on that legacy of Defoe and um, Doc Ock and Oh yeah. An Man and the other guy, the scientist guy.
0: Jamie Fox playing <laughs> Electro and getting to play Electro in a fun and different way and evolution of the character. I mean, exactly. you, you're you... making
1: my case for me, Richard. This is no, this I'm making my case for me and fixes what was broken. This is not
0: a mini, so there's a lot of
1: things that were broken. This is An a one and two, therefore, they cannot be at the top, Richard. Be honest.
0: No. <laughs> I am being completely honest.
1: You are so no biased. Way home. You are no so way home is a
0: fantastic Spider Man movie. <laughs> But if you take out Andrew Garfield and if you take out Toby Maguire and the actors that come with them, No Way Home is the best Tom Holland movie. But no way it dethrones what's come before. No way. It stands on the shoulders. That's like saying Jurassic World is better than Jurassic Park.
1: Um, because if Jurassic World was if it was fixed, it, if it had fixed the problems of Jurassic Park, then it could have been there, But there was no there was no problems with Jurassic Park. So there was no way to. Yeah, uh-huh.
0: there's no problems with the amazing Spider-Man one.
1: There was the, the villains are no, horrible in those two films. It's the best Spider-Man are. movie that's ever been made. No, Richard. Easy. Uh, no, Andrew Easy. Garfield. Listen, OK, Andrew Garfield, my favorite Spider-Man. For sure,
0: as we've discussed and agreed upon.
1: Yes, he is my favorite Spider-Man, but but you, those villains are not the best villains. The best villains belong in the Tobey Maguire. Yeah, the best villains are. I would Tobey like Maguire the producer or,
0: would like it noted that she's offended at your dissing of the villains. <laughs> she is quite fond of Electro.
1: My- hey, I'm quite fond Look. of Jamie Fox. But Electro until this this movie, no. Mm-mm. He was a great, he was a great idea. He was a great idea. But like as far disagree. as being completely fleshed out, he needed this just as much as Tom Holland.
0: Oh, it definitely makes I will not argue one iota that the amazing Spider-Man 2 is better as a result of No Way Home. <laughs> but if anything, that ups my ranking of Amazing Spider-Man 2. It doesn't make, make, make me put me no anymore. way home above it, it no way involved.
1: okay all right uh,
0: and and let it be noted that there's still love from the producer and i to you and and to your fellow producer over there <laughs> um, as much as you are bashing Just wanted upon to make that clear. the greatest spider-man film ever made no. uh, and electro
1: and and being a little bit condescending that- you're right, and I'm wrong. No way, man. Okay, but we'll agree to disagree. Look, but I do love you. Uh,
0: we will absolutely agree <laughs> to disagree. I, here, here's what I can. Here's what I can validate. <laughs> I can absolutely validate that validate. this is Tom Holland at his finest. This is Zendaya at her finest. Um, the the additions of the castmates elevates them. Benedict Cumberbatch, who we have not talked about, um, I think is a great. Tony Stark Oil. stand-in. Um, I liked him. He does essentially the same thing that Tony Stark did. Well, you know, whatever, that's fine. Um, but it's <laughs> there's a lot that works with this film and there's a lot that is really great. And I love that in the end, we see him strike out on his own and have a clean slate. And I think that there's a great possibilities that, that are out there. I also think that there's all kinds of crazy possibilities with Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield that they could Spider Verse out on too, mm-hmm. and sure. how interesting that might be. So it's a great jump-off point film, and it's a great film in and of itself. I mean, Willem Dafoe is freaking magic.
1: He is so compelling. What a genius!
0: I mean, you bottle that guy up seriously. You need to sell Which, that absolutely. Stuff. Um, yeah, he's he's phenomenal. Wonderful. And what a smart move to take that stinking mask off of him and just mm-hmm. let him be creepy dude.
1: <laughs> you said <laughs> a couple things you said in the podcast last time. You said that it was a, a horrible, stupid costume. Um no, it was for him. Beautiful. Something else you said that was funny. Oh, you said that there was a rumor that that um of uniting the three Spider-Mans and like what that would be like, that would be amazing. <laughs> That's what you said in the last podcast. So that's fun because it actually happened.
0: <laughs> so I'm sure Kevin Feige was listening to the episode. Yeah, and yeah. The Amy Pascal, we got to make this happen.
1: <laughs> they um, didn't have the idea. Of I'm that.
0: sure I was in the credits somewhere. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. with the special thanks to. We, we like to Yeah. <laughs> um. No, I very bottom. You level. know, I am. I am extremely happy that this movie exists. Um, it brought me a lot of joy as I watched it. I'm, I'm very happy with it. I watched it twice in theaters. I'm probably going to watch it again with my mother, Lori Eaker, shout out to her. Hello. Um, cause I was, uh, told I was not shouting out enough to my family members. So. <laughs> um, hey, we're just family. but you know, I, I, I think this is a phenomenal movie and I'm, I'm really glad it exists. And I'm, I'm glad for all of the stuff that it might do in the future. And I'm also glad for the stuff that it just does in our imagination, right? Yeah. Because in your imagination now, it's like, okay, um, Andrew Garfield, Peter Parker is going to go on and he's going to be better as a result of this experience. He's going to let go of the trauma. Um, who knows what Toby Maguire is going to do? Apparently, he's just happily married to MJ and live in life. That's it good. changed nothing for him, except he got stabbed. Um,
1: well it changed something for us that we kn- we know that they're happily right. married
0: yeah we know there's he, stability he there so it gives you a good feeling about what where his journey led um and not not even necessarily a sense of closure but a sense of of peace and of you know he's achieved the balance or whatever you want to say um so you know it's just it's there's some really really nice touches in there and they were very smart. Amy Pascal, Kevin Feige, John Watts, the and the actors, all kind of got together and and made this really effective and compelling mix. Um, That is great. It's absolutely great. It is not better than the predecessors.
1: Okay, so does this change your ranking at all? Like we? Oh yeah, I mean, like
0: I said before, it goes ahead of uh all of the tom hollands it goes oh, ahead of spider-man 3 which is like saying it goes ahead of a lemur um and it for me it even goes ahead of the original um spider-man movie because it gets willem defoe out from behind that mask
1: right and lets Plus him his character be
0: the goblin
1: as brilliant as he was originally even with this the weird mask but yeah absolutely 100 so he's he he's popped up there for me for best villain for sure that him and then michael keaton from homecoming because we'd said that last time that michael keaton was probably number one like of the villains
0: i mean michael keaton by virtue of being a phenomenal actor that should have murdered baby spider-man in that movie
1: i cannot believe you just said that i can't believe you just said that all right so no shame (laughs) oh my gosh
0: I, I will i will say current current spider-man at uh, the end of no way home is no longer baby spider-man homecoming totes baby spider-man yes okay
1: so you're gonna have to figure out what to call him now that you can't call him baby spider-man
0: little spider-man no <laughs> maybe lil like yeah. he's a rapper lil, lil spider-man
1: you'll have to work on that Richard. Sure. <laughs> and we are disagreeing jr yet again I think more like two, three, four, five times more vehemently than we did in the original podcast. So,
0: <laughs> this actually, is a great short episode. We both came short. into this and we said, We're going to prove <laughs> the producers wrong. We're going to do a six minute episode.
1: We're because we're doing these many episodes.
0: And I told you, there's too much passion here.
1: No. Oh, yeah. That's what you said. No, we were going to make it happen. I t- so I t- I t- the producer would like credit
0: that. that we failed spectacularly she wants credit for in our six-minute goal. She wants credit for our failure.
1: <laughs> sure, you can take my credit—the credit for my failure. There you failure.
0: go. Enjoy, enjoy our, enjoy our failure. I hope you all listeners enjoy this failure. <laughs> of podcast.
1: And the rift <laughs> has emerged. Oh,
0: oh yes, yes. We're, we're no longer on speaking terms. Afterwards. <laughs>
1: my goodness not baby spider-man you can't say that anymore ever again in your life
0: oh i so can and so shall baby spider baby spider spider. he's a little baby spider
1: Uh -uh. he burst out there right now can we just say for one okay let's let's leave on this how much did you cry when um sweet uh tom holland just lost aunt may and he was on the roof and his two spider buddies came to comfort him. Wasn't that not the sweetest moment and like how they, they had felt lost too. And so they, were, they understood him as a spider. It
0: was very sweet. I almost <laughs> cried, but then I really cried when Andrew Garfield saves little MJ. Yeah. That's what got me. Yeah, I mean, that's what me the for that sure. whole movie because that was like, that's catharsis. Yeah. Like I, I was like, maybe sobbing, maybe. <laughs> uh, because that was, that was validation for him and for his character, and like he was able to do what he couldn't do for himself. And I mean, that's Spider-Man right there. Doing for other people what he couldn't do for himself.
1: Right. And look at um, that. It took baby yeah. Spider-Man to make that happen, Richard.
0: <laughs> That's why he's little Spider-Man now. He's been promoted. Little
1: Spider-Man. We'll get him a big old like a chain.
0: I know. He's well. gonna be an awesome rap star. It's gonna be a great. You know what? If it is
1: Tom Holland, he is crazy skilled at everything he tries. So like he he's an amazing dancer. I'm sure he probably sings too. Um, but, like, he learned to be a bartender for this movie he's doing right now, Uncharted. He learned how to do that. He learns how to do his like skills, like real things when he gets ready for a role. Anyway, if anybody could do it, it's Tom Holland. He's not the end all be all of everything, but that dude is boxed off as gold. He's like making all the money for all of Hollywood right now between Uncharted well. and Spider-Man, whatever you feel about it. He's making the money for Holland right now.
0: If you would like to ascribe all of the money that No Way Home got to Tom Holland, no. But I will admit that he is a component of what made that movie successful. Just as he is a component of of what made Uncharted successful.
1: He is box office gold 24-karat magic (laughs) All right.
0: <laughs> okay, so in summation.
1: <laughs> this mini so which is Andrew Garfield the is the best episode. Spider-Man.
0: We are definitely in disagreement on uh the rankings, rankings of these films, with Katrina cheating and saying some future Spider-Man film is gonna be the best. Um, which sounds like a bunch of prognostication to me. And Spider-Verse um,
1: is two and no way home is three.
0: Yeah, whereas I have stuck to my top three rankings of amazing spider-man one and two and then spider-man two of the originals followed by no way home so
1: yeah your rankings changed to them because you put you put spider-man above spider-man two last time
0: but in the podcast i said that they flip-flop all the time yeah that's true. they flip-flop
1: so your rankings changed as well a little bit behind a the thing weird. that you will never back down on
0: gets <laughs> you hey, but our love for spider-man has not changed <laughs> okay
1: if anything i have more love for spider-man and understanding i'm way more comfortable in the universe in my place in the universe and in the spider-man multiverse so there you go i don't know where this accent is coming from too much down to nabby <laughs> it's not even a okay. nabby accent either. <laughs>
0: Before we get into your Downton Abbey Spider-Man crossover, let's say Spider-Man's good. Everybody watch it. Everybody loves Spider-Man because it's fun.